This is the Prestigious Initiative. Welcome. I'm Chris Bean, and here with me is Chris Kent. Hello, Mr. Kent. Hello, sir. Today, we're going to be discussing setbacks, disappointments, failures, you know, all in all, things that don't go your way and and what to do and, and how to correspond with those and move past those and transition away from the negativity that kind of goes with those and sometimes traps and pulls you in so that you can continue on and be productive in the things that you do through your the rest of your day in your life. Of course, anybody and everybody, I'm sure at some point in time has experienced some sort of disappointment or setback or failure. Zig Ziglar says that failure is an event, not a person. And in that mindset, realize that failure is something that happened to you, not who you are. It's not who you are. Just because you fail that one thing doesn't make you a failure. Move past it. Use that as an opportunity to learn and grow and change. We've talked before about iterative testing, and in iterative testing, failure happens all the time almost every single time until you find that one thing that doesn't fail or doesn't cause a setback. And you just try to tweak and change and modify the things until you get more of those yeses and less of the nos. And that helps to put you into the better trajectory to be on the on the winning side of things. And, you know, realize that if something happens and it's a setback, it's a failure, Try to do your best to analyze the situation. Think about it. Okay, this happened. I didn't like that this happened. Why did this happen? Perhaps, what are some things that I could have done differently? So that if in the future I encounter a situation that is similar or the same situation, I don't have the same thing happen. I don't fail again. And we can move and learn from that failure. Sometimes if you fail and you don't learn anything, then you're bound to do it again. And then the same thing happens. You fail, you don't learn anything. Okay. So break that cycle. Understand that, okay, this, this happened. I failed at this. this I didn't make the, the, my job promotion or, you know, I, they, didn't, they didn't accept my, my book submission or whatever it was. Okay, great. Learn from this. What can I do differently? What are the takeaways that I can, that I can uh, apply to my life and change to move forward? Yeah, I think it's, it's multifaceted too because we know we're going to talk about having these setbacks or disappointments or experiencing these failures. And obviously we, don't, we, we won't encourage or don't encourage you to um, – you know, become numb or callous, and we don't encourage you to not take the time to process through the, the, the different disappointments and failures that you go through. But at the same time, obviously, we can't let those things derail us completely or take us down or, you know, knock us off track and never be able to get back to the place we want to be. So, you know, it's a, it's a fine line between experience of failure, experiencing failure, experience, experiencing setbacks, processing those feelings, being allowed to feel the disappointment, but then getting back on track and getting back to the the way you want things to be and, and still being productive and still finding motivation um, 
you know, so I think like Mr. Bean saying, one of the most important things about the failures and setbacks you may encounter is to try to take something away from them. And, you know, that makes that experience work for you. So, you, you know, you go through this thing that you don't necessarily want to go through or didn't plan to go through. It's this thing that seems so negative, but trying to find a positive or trying to find something useful out of that situation after having kind of processed or, or went through, you know, some of the emotions or the uh, necessary steps with those disappointments slash setbacks slash failures that you have to go through. So, you know, I, I, I don't think that we should be completely numb or callous to these experiences and only view them in a sort of utilitarian way where it's like, Hey, this bad thing happened. Okay, great. What is, what is the takeaway I can get from it? I think to some degree you do have, you are allowed or should even in a healthy kind of way experience the things tied to that, that event. But then also after the fact, after you've had time to process or work through some stuff, depending on the disappointment or failure or setback or what it is or the magnitude of it, you know, move on from there, try to find a good thing about it. And, you know, at the end of the day, it doesn't also take away from the fact that some things things just suck or sometimes things just suck and some things are, are hard and they're just hard. Um, they don't necessarily have to be something that you can take away from, you know, it's, it's a, it's the idea of like, is this, is this something, is this hard because I'm learning something from it? Is this hard because I'm growing because of it? Or is it just, this just hard because it's a bad thing? If that kind of makes sense. Um, and being able to differentiate those two can be difficult but I think as a skill or a a um, tool that can be very useful to you because not everything is happening that you can learn from or not everything is happening because you're going to grow from that experience. But sometimes things just happen and they're bad and they're just bad, if that kind of makes sense. I don't know if you and I have ever talked about that, you know, off the, off the air, but the idea between that is like, you know, uh, is this happening to make me better? Am I growing? Is this why this sucks? Or is, does it just suck because it's a bad thing? Um, but I think those are two separate things that we can deal with in, in two different ways. Okay. And, and, you know, look, sometimes you have that bad thing happen and you're trying to pick up the pieces and, and, and find something good that happened in there, try to find some takeaways. And you can't. And you can't, and it isn't until, you know, a year later or however many years later, maybe even after you've moved past that event that you, that you realize you think back, oh, or, or, you know, you go through your day, day routine. You're like this thing, it just hits you and you're like, wow, okay. And then you, you start to connect the pieces and, and, and perhaps have that takeaway. Uh, you know, I, no, I don't think we have talked about, about, you know, failures and setbacks and, you know, sometimes things, they just suck and you have to go through them. You know, I think for me anyways, as I'm going through a time in life that is just, you know, it just sucks and you, you have to put one foot in front of the other and you just keep going. And the alternative is, at least in my mind, is I, I plant my feet and I stay there and I just am in that terrible situation until I decide to move out. So for me, I just continue going and continue moving forward hopefully eventually I, I separate myself from whatever the terrible event or situation was. Now, you know, sometimes you continue moving forward and you continue being in that situation. You, you know, that doesn't necessarily change it. 
it's hard to, you know, it's hard to say, it, it, you know, it depends on everybody's different situation, what it, it specifically is. It's just, it's failures and, and, and setbacks are tough. You know, there's no, there's sometimes no rhyme or reason to why these things happen. And, and, you know, you think of yourself, I'm sure as a good person. And, you know, then of course the next thing you say is why do, why do these bad things always happen to me? I'm such a good person. I do this and that and this, and, you know, they're not necessarily related. It's not, you know, you don't have like a, uh, an internal score because you do X number of good things. And that outweighs the X number of bad things that come your way. Sometimes bad things just come your way. And despite what you do or who you are, they just happen. And unfortunately, you know, having a time to process those feelings is something that you, you will have to do. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm definitely somebody who does this. I, you know, have whatever happened to me and I, I take it and I just, I take it in stride. I put it in the bottle and put the lid on the bottle and I keep going. And I, the next thing happens and I put it in the bottle and I put the lid on the bottle and I keep going. Uh, eventually, you know, the, the bottle gets too full or the lid doesn't go back on and, and that will start to overflow into whatever else is going on and perhaps make your life even worse than it would have otherwise been. So again, I am, I am completely somebody who does that. So speaking from experience, use this, those things that happen to you as a time to feel the things that you're feeling experience those. Don't bottle them away and I'll just do that later. I don't have time for that. No, set aside time, feel the things that you're feeling and then try to feel and, 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 and figure something that you can do out from this. And, and maybe you set aside, you know, a, a, a day or something to, to feel these feelings. And then after that day is over, then you can move past or maybe you have less time or whatever it is. And, and maybe from that it's a, for lack of a better term, feeling session where you are allowed or you allow yourself to feel however it is that you feel. You gain some insight, some some beneficial, some some way to move past whatever it is that happened. And then that can help you be more productive as you go through, as opposed to taking that and sticking it in the bottle and put the lid on the bottle. Yeah. And even, you know, like you said, sometimes you go through things and you get, you get over them and it's not until a year later until you can learn or gain something from them. You know, maybe in that time something happens, you take some time, you feel the feelings that you're, you're having, you process through it and you, you move on. Maybe you didn't take something away from that. That's fine. You still allowed yourself the time to feel those feelings and work your way through whatever that disappointment was and, you know, maybe in a year or something, you might gain something from it. We're not saying that you need to stay in those feelings until you gain something from it. But at the same time, you need to allow those things time um, to be felt. Otherwise, you know, like Mr. Bean said, you're going to keep packing things away and eventually it's going to overflow and affect other areas of your life. But if you can allow some time to be um, you know, sad or be frustrated or be upset about X, Y, or Z situation, 
I think then it's a little easier to move on because you allowed yourself to feel those natural feelings that is going, going to, to come with those things. And you're not trying to pretend like it didn't bother you. You're not trying to pretend like it didn't upset you. You're not trying to pretend like everything um, is okay because you did allow yourself some time to kind of work through that stuff. And again, you know, every setback or disappointment is going to be of a different level, uh, I guess, so to say. So, you know, some things are going to take you a little bit longer to process through, or some things are going to be a little bit faster to process through, or some things are going to be some things you didn't even know were upsetting you until you sit down and try to take some time to do some, um, you know, thinking and, and working through issues and stuff. And, you know, we even talked about going through things thinking about them, feeling them, processing them, and then going back to your normal routine. Well, sometimes things happen that change who you are um, foundationally. And so you might not be able to return back to the routine or return back to a mindset or look at things the same way after whatever the situation is that happens. So, you know, we're also aware that setbacks can happen on many different levels and many different uh, magnitudes to throw that word out again. So we're not saying that, you know, you should allow the same amount of time to process maybe, you know, a unexpected death as you should allow time to process. Maybe you stepped in some gum on the sidewalk or whatever, you know, not to say that stepping in gum is a huge setback, but it can be kind of disappointing. You know, your brand new shoes, you get a piece of nasty chewed gum on the bottom of your shoe. I would consider that a disappointment. I would consider that a a little setback in your day, but that's not going to get the same amount of time that, you know, a loss or, you know, maybe you didn't get a promotion or, you know, your car stopped working. You got in a car accident, someone broke into your house, you know, you, you, you fell out with a friend or lost this relationship or whatever it is, you know, all these different setbacks and failures and disappointments have different levels of different magnitude that may require some more time to process through. And unfortunately, you might not have the time, the day, or the few days or the week to allow yourself the ability to process through some of those things. So I think, you know, being able to acknowledge what's happening and start to process it is way better than pretend it didn't happen. Now, again, on top of that too, again, this is so multifaceted, sometimes you don't have at present the ability or the time to be able to process those things. So sometimes the situation does call for you to put that in a bottle and say, okay, I'll deal with this later. You know, I have to get this job done or, you know, I need to finish this project or, you know, I'm in, I'm in, in, in public and I'm, 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 I'm being viewed by all these people. I don't have time to kind of sit down and, and work through this right now. Not to say you shouldn't come back to it later, but depending on the situation, you might not be able to do that for a few days or, you know, a few hours after whatever thing happens. So, you know, all this is situational and it's not, we're not trying to say that there's a a specific way to deal with some of this stuff, but just being prepared. And and I think first and foremost, taking time to work through the way you're feeling and things that are happening to you is probably most important. But again, this isn't a, a, you know, step one, two, three step of how to deal with setback or, or disappointment or process failures, but it's just things to be aware of because I think you know, if you do keep shoving stuff down in the bottle and not dealing with it, it is going to spill over into every area of your life, which can cause a bigger problem. Um, and sometimes you're not even aware of it. So really having some time we talked about in the past, you know, in the mornings, doing some journaling or doing some, some writing or doing some, 
uh, even uh, meditation or just time to sit and think and and really stay in touch with yourself. Not in like a, a metaphysical kind of way. You got to put crystals on and, and burn incense and everything, which if that's your thing, go ahead and do that. But, you know, I'm not saying it has to be a whole big event, but just taking time to think about what's going on in your life. Think about your emotions, so to, so to say, and, and really try to stay in tune with what's going on in your life, I think is very important. Again, it doesn't have to be a huge, big ordeal, but, you know, maybe 10 minutes every day, you're having a cup of coffee, staring outside, uh, you know, at the rain, at the, at the sunrise or whatever it is, just taking some time to mentally calm yourself or prepare yourself or mentally kind of organize some of the clutter or maybe you know the night before you put some of those things in your bottle the next morning make a cup of coffee sit down try to unpack and, and process some of the stuff that you had to put away at the time instead of letting it just sit there uh, just kind of allowing yourself to work through that and feel those feelings and you know dealing with the disappointments and setbacks and getting yourself back on track as best as you can trying to learn from those failures or at the very least understanding how those failures have affected you. And then maybe, you know, somewhere down the road, you could eventually take something from that. I think is is huge rather than just number one, putting things away and never dealing with them. Or number two, living in that disappointment and that, uh, that mindset of, you know, everything goes wrong. I am a failure. I, I can't do anything right. You know, we talked about the, at the beginning, you said, you know, opened with Zig Ziglar's quote, you know, it's, it's something it's an event. It's not a person. It's something that happens to you. It's not who you are. Uh, I'm just kind of dealing with that. And, you know, I know that we all go through things like this because we're human and we all are going to fail and we're all going to have disappointments and setbacks and things. So I think we all can deal with things in our own way. But again, the most important thing is to allow yourself the ability to work through them and feel them and trying to learn something from them rather than just let it happen to you. And, you know, crying, woe is me. My life is so terrible. Everything sucks. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Terrible things happen to all of us. And sometimes our lives all don't feel like they're going very well, but we need to find a way to work through that and get through that rather than be stuck and trapped and brought down by those failures and disappointments and, and setbacks. So Something I want to say, and and you're we're kind of already been talking about this, but I think I want to explicitly say it is as you are processing this failure or setback or whatever it is. Of course, yes, allow yourself time to to feel those things, but I would say perhaps make a specific time frame for what it is, whether it's a day. Okay, you know this happened, and and you take a day to process it. Now, I'm not saying you have to take a day off of work and you sit in, sit in your home and and you know you you stare out the window at the rain all day. And of course, yes, it just happens to be raining the next day to help you put on some sad music. Put on, yeah, right. I'm low not lighting. Saying, get yes. your 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 sweatpants on. Sit there and just wallow in disappointment. Sure, I, absolutely. Don't. You, I'm not saying that you have to do that. But what we have been talking about so far is allowing time afterwards. I think it, yes, allow time afterwards. But on top of that, allow perhaps a specific time afterwards. What you don't want to do is. You know, I, I I didn't get the promotion at work. And of course, that's a setback. That's a failure. And then, you know, you dwell on that. And then you dwell on that and continue for the next three months and then the next nine months and then the year. And, and you know, you just that's something you carry with you for for however long. 
we we've talked before uh, when we were talking about friends on John Deloney, Own Your Past, Change Your Future. In that book, he has a beautiful way of describing this instance, setbacks and failures. He thinks about these or describes these as like you put a brick in a backpack and this backpack you carry with you all the time. Every time you have a setback or failure that you don't process and then let go of, that's a, a brick that you put in your backpack and a brick you put every time And so if you think about all the different things that you have yet to process that has happened in your life so far, how heavy is your book bag or your backpack so far? Huge, huge load that everybody is carrying around with them everywhere they go. And because of that, those setbacks and failures, lots of times people take that as a failure as a a person. Oh, I, I, I didn't pass my reading in school, so that means I can't read. I'm a failure at reading. Yes, in grade school. And that is something perhaps you were told in grade school that you used to help to identify yourself even now is to who you are years and years later from that because that was a brick that you put in your backpack. And unless you have taken the time to sort through all of those bricks and dump them out of your bag and get rid of them, to process them, to allow their time to, to feel what they need to feel, and then to, to move past them, then that is something you are carrying with you wherever you go and whoever you talk to and, and how you interact and, and, and experience your life. So understand that Again, Zig Ziglar said it, failure is an event, not a person, right? Just because you fail that whatever it is doesn't mean you are a failure in whatever that is, right? You just didn't make it this time. Try again. Try that. Again, we've we've talked about iterative testing and and iterative testing is is, uh, my standard protocol for life. I try this. Okay, this worked. Good. I try that. That didn't work. Okay, fine. Maybe I think about how I can make that work. Maybe I don't, depending on the situation, and I move past it. It's it's difficult to have something bad happen to you and then feel those feelings and then move past those. I get that. I understand. And you, I'm sure, probably don't want to, a lot of the times, allow yourself to feel those things. But you have to. You have to allow yourself to process those feelings and move past those. And sure, yes, perhaps you learn something from that. Yes, perhaps you carry something with you and and that changes fundamentally how and who you are. But if you don't allow that time to happen, then in five years from now, in 10 years from now, in two months from now, you're going to blow up on the mailman for no, for who knows what reason, but just because your bottle was full at that point and it, it exploded seems, all over on everybody. It seems like there's no reason, but you have years and years and years of setbacks and failures that you never dealt with that lead to that culmination of blowing up on the mailman. So in the moment, it seems like, oh, you didn't do anything wrong. Or maybe you did the slightest thing wrong. You know, he pinched the end of your letter in your mailbox when he closed it or you know, he threw, I, I got a package and instead of setting it down gently, cause it said fragile, he's, I, as I see him from my, my uh, doorbell camera, he throws it on the porch. It says fragile on it, bud. Just set it down gently and then walk away. You're already right there. There's no need to throw it. 
We'll see. I mean, I mean, I guess I feel like you have a reason to be upset, but maybe your your anger will be disproportionate in the moment because it is backed up by all that stuff behind it, though. And I don't. I didn't mean to cut you off. I don't know if you're finished, but um, you know, I, I wish that we could say that we have a way to stop bad things from happening. We can stop setbacks and disappointments and failures, stop them from happening. But unfortunately. They're going to happen no matter what. Well, you know, I would say you can stop setbacks and failures and disappointments if you never do anything, if you never try anything, if you just stay in your house and and, and don't attempt anything. Because if you don't attempt anything, you can't fail at anything. Sure. I would consider that one big failure. But but as the person. You might not view it that way. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, sure. So I guess if you want to stay in your house and never do anything and never be disappointed, your biggest setback would probably be that you ran out of pop tarts or something. But I, again, I'm not saying I wish we could stop all bad things from happening, but we can't. But what we're talking about now is the way you interact with those things and the way you view those things. You know, you're talking about the backpack and the carrying all the disappointments and failures with you, and really the way that we, you know, the way that allevi- alleviates some of those things, the way that we, we can learn from setbacks, the way that we can uh, interact with our, you know, maybe disappointed or, or, or negative emotions is the way, you know, the way that we, we interact and the way that we, we view all those things and what we do with all of that is what makes a big difference. So, you know, I'm, I, I'm not saying that we can stop bad things from happening, but the way you interact and the way you deal with all those things is what we're talking about and how to make that, um, most beneficial for you. It sounds funny to say in, in light of a setback or disappointment, calling it beneficial, but really we want it to, you want to be able to process it in a positive way. And and if you can learn something from it and not let it hold you back and drag you down. And it's the way that you deal with those things. And, you know, I'm sure there's, we can trace it back to where it eventually came from, but I've heard this saying or phrase throughout the years and it may even be far removed from what it used to be but you know it's the idea we talked about um you know there's no such thing as i can't it's either i won't or i don't know how and so in these cases you know you're thinking of yourself as a failure thinking of yourself as as someone who can only do bad things you know it's it's not necessarily that i can't succeed um, maybe I don't know how to succeed in this moment, or maybe I, I'm not allowing myself to move past this failure, or I don't know what I need to do to get myself out of this slump. And again, it's just changing the way you interact with those things rather than saying, I can't get better. I can't move past this. I can't be anything but a failure. You know, just changing the verbiage simply from I can't to I don't know how to get past this or, you know, I I won't let myself do a better or I don't know how to do, you know, be different than I am now. And again, that's not going to change everything right on the spot like magic. But I think that's the beginning to a mindset shift of trying to work yourself out of it rather than it being this concrete thing of I cannot do this. It's impossible for me to do this. It's, you know, I don't know how to do this right now, or, you know, I won't do this right now. And that phrase, I think, can apply to many different things. But just thinking about that phrase or that idea in the context of these failures and setbacks and disappointments, I think can also be a huge um, tool or something that you can use to help yourself deal with those things, you know, because at the end of the day, we want to, I think we all want to be, and sometimes we need to be strong in the face of the disappointments and setbacks. But at the same time, I think we need, we sh- we are allowed and we can 
admit that, hey, you know, this is just a lot for me right now. I don't know how to deal with it while also doing X, Y, or Z thing. And it's okay to say, you know, process through things and work through things, but just get to that point where you can let yourself say, Hey, I don't know how to deal with this setback and also work my job today. You know, I I need to take a break today, or I don't know how to deal with this setback and, you know, stick to my normal routine right now. And once again, it's okay to allow yourself some time to work through that, but don't get stuck in that for the rest of your life. You know, five years later, oh, I don't know how to deal with the setback, so I'm just going to sit in my house and eat Pop-Tarts and do nothing else. To get to that point, of course, you won't have setbacks then until your Pop-Tarts run out, but I don't think that's living. You're just you're just existing under the weight of disappointment and failure you felt one time because you didn't allow yourself time to work through it. You just got stuck in that thing. So again... I think really what we're talking about is the way you interact with these things really shapes and defines how they will affect you and how you'll get through them and how you can, you know, incorporate that into or turn that into something positive, even though it was a setback, failure, or disappointment at the time. So the way you view things, the way you talk about things, the way you talk to yourself during these interactions or during these um, times in your life, I think is is most important and is what's going to help you get through some of these situations. You know, of course, as you're going through your life and you experience failures and setbacks, understand that you are experiencing those because you put yourself out there. You tried something. So as we kind of already talked about, the alternative of that is just to stay in your house and not do or try anything ever. If you do that, okay, then you don't have any setbacks or failures or disappointments. Okay, fine. If you are out there actively trying new things, learning and, and, and experiencing life, then you're going to have setbacks and failures and disappointments. So understand that, man, I didn't get that job promotion. Okay, but you tried. You put yourself in for that. You were, you were on, the, on the short list to be perhaps accepted to that. Good, good. That, that was a step in the right direction. And... Talking, you know, perhaps specifically about learning, failure is part of learning. You can't learn unless you go through the failures. You have to fail. And then that allows your brain to reset and and override those things so that you can learn what to do next. Now, of course, you have to understand that, yes, I messed up, which is why you get those report cards back and they have the letter F on them or the, the red whatever on them. So, okay, these are the mistakes you made. That calls your attention to those. Okay, great. Then you go back and I'm sure you probably didn't do this while you were in grade school, but maybe as an adult, this would be beneficial. Here's the mistakes you made. Go back and and look at those. Okay, yep, I see what I did there. That's my mistake. And then try it again, right? Okay, I didn't get this job promotion. Don't shut yourself out. Okay, I'm never going to try for a job promotion ever again. No, no, no. That's not the right way to think. You didn't get this one. Okay, fine. Well, maybe you know in your heart that that person wasn't the right person for the job anyways, and you'll be there when they mess up. Maybe that's not the right way to think, but, you know, you'll be there for the next one. You know, it's not just, well, okay, I tried it. It didn't work. I can't do it ever again. No, no, no. Just because it didn't work this time doesn't mean it's never going to work. It just didn't work this time. Sometimes no just means no right now, not no forever. And I think that having 
that kind of understanding kind of changes. We talked about mindset shift, that kind of resets your thinking about how these failures happen. Now, of course, you experience a death in the family. Okay, that's a, that's a little bit different situation. It's a different setback. But if you you try for a job promotion, you don't get it, or you you know you submit a paper to get published and it doesn't go. Okay, fine. So what can you learn from this? Right. I, I never do it again. Okay. Well, that's probably not. Maybe that's your initial thought or, or or you know gut reaction. But dwell on that. Think about that for a little while. Okay. If you never do that, then you know you had to have wanted to do that at some point because you did it. And okay, one person said no to you. Maybe a hundred people said no to you. Okay, fine. Was it Stephen King had his first novel turned down by I think like 157 publishers before he finds somebody that that would publish his his writings. And now, you know, everybody knows who Stephen King is because he's he's a writer. You know, he would famously hang his uh, rejection slips on a wall, on a on a nail in his room, and eventually that na- that nail wasn't. Um, big enough to, to hold them all. So he got a stake and pounded that into the wall, which kind of puts you in the frame of mind that Stephen King is in. Maybe. Uh, he, he pounded the stake into the wall and then put his rejection slips on that, something that could actually hold them because there was too many. But if if he, ah, oh, man, this person, they said, no, I can't do this. And then he goes, now he's, now then Stephen King's an accountant instead of the, the writer that we know him to be. Well, that would be odd, right? Imagine you, in those shoes, right? What would you do? You get turned down by, you know, 157 people. No, 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 no. Man, okay, I'm, I can't, I can't take this anymore. I'm done. No, keep trying. It's if if it's a goal that you have, something you actually want to achieve, then it's worth doing. And and this is another phrase that I don't necessarily know who I can attribute it to, but if something's worth doing, it's worth doing wrong until you can do it right. Which means you're going to have to fail. And perhaps continue failing at things until you can learn how to do it right or until you finally get that success. So, again, I, I open with this. And, and do you have anything to add, I guess? Before? Yeah, I, it kind of okay. ties into everything. And maybe it goes without saying, too. But, you know, the way that you the way that you, you, you deal with all this stuff really comes down to the choices you make. So, you know, for example, you and I are in the same exact situations. We're up for a, a job promotion. We don't get it. You could choose to use that as motivation to try harder for the next time the job promotion's up to see if you get the job promotion. I could choose to take the situation and say, oh man, I suck. I'm just never going to try again. And, you know, my job performance starts to fall down because I stopped trying. And, you know, my life starts to fall apart because I stopped trying and, and X, Y, and Z. We're in the same exact situation, but the the choices we make and how we we choose to deal with that situation drastically change um, how we are and who we are because of of the choice that we made. So, you know, we're talking about dealing with things and and, and bottling things up or processing them. It it all comes down to the choice you make and how you decide to deal with it. And it's not that you know your life sucks. You and I are in the same situation. We just chose to look at the situation and deal with the setback differently, which set us on two different trajectories. So again, maybe that goes without saying, but that's the thing too, is that, you know, like you said, you are the person that put yourself in the situation. Not, we're not saying that you caused the bad thing to happen, but the choice that you made and the way you chose to deal with that bad thing did put you where you are at a certain point in time. Um, And that can be scary and that can be a lot of responsibility and that can be 
you know, something people maybe don't want to admit or interact with. But at the end of the day, you didn't choose what happened to you, but you chose the way you interacted and the chose you chose the way that you you responded to that thing, which puts you where you are now. So in a lot of ways, you know, you are responsible for where you currently are. Not that you're responsible for what happened, but your your choice to behave or or react to it a certain way did put you where you are, um, you know, to some degree. And again, maybe that sounds deterministic or it sounds morbid or whatever, but I mean, you're in charge, you know, you, again, you didn't make that thing happen, but you chose how to, to interact with it. And, and that puts you in charge depending on how you, you behave. Yeah. And, you know, in that situation, we're in the same shoes and we, we go for the job interview and, you know, neither one of us get it. And I, I do this and you do that. Eventually there's going to be another job promotion opportunity in that situation. You are probably not going to be on that short list, but I might be. And, you know, in, I, you know, in, in life, this happens abound. I, in this situation, let's, let's take this situation but what I'm saying is this um, idea can extend past this specific situation. The situation is we'd go for a job interview. Neither one of us gets it. Okay. What we don't know is that we were, you know, kind of in the realm of being able to do this job, but really we're getting looked at to do the next job, the higher up job, you know, not just the general manager, but you know, the, the, the manager, not the assistant to the regional manager, but the manager, we didn't know that. And so, oh man, we didn't get this job. And then, you know, we take this setback or failure, however we do. And what that is, is this is, you know, perhaps like a test that the, that the higher ups are giving us. Okay. Well, let's see how they do this. Oh, well that guy, he, he just, he failed now. Look at him. Oh, his job performance is down. He shows up to work late, da, da, da. but this guy, he, oh, he just keeps going. He's actually better now than he was before. Well, Clearly, that's the person going to be the job. Now, of course, you know, maybe this, it, that situation doesn't fall over everything, but lots of times we don't necessarily get the job promotion or the, the yes to whatever it is, and we see that as a failure. But the reason behind it wasn't because of something we necessarily did. Maybe it just wasn't the right time for X to happen or for Y to happen. And again, that's where no, perhaps, doesn't mean no forever. It just means no right now. So then you try again. No. Okay, fine. And you try again and so on. Again, I, I opened with this and I think it's a good, I keep cutting you off too. Yeah. But in that situation, you know, that happened to work out that way, but there's not always some secondary game running, you know, sometimes bad things just happen. And even in that situation where you, you took a different route than, than I would have. And I kind of, uh, uh, deteriorated and you, you, you persevered or even became better. Also, I would assume that in that situation, I guess it's all hypothetical, so it sounds funny to say, but you probably did take some time to mourn or to, uh, you know, to kind of feel that loss of not getting the promotion, but then you, you gave it its time, you moved on and, and you, you kept going. But, you know, I took the other, other part where I just got stuck in that, in that disappointment and continued. So, Again, we're not saying that there's always some secondary game going on. Some things, bad stuff, sometimes bad things just happen. But also, we're also not saying that, you know, the positive end of that situation, the person didn't take time to process the disappointment or the setback and work through it. And then, you know, on the other side, they learned 
how to work harder or they learn to persevere or, you know, they're determined to do, keep doing their job. Um, so it's not like you just magically said, oh, this doesn't phase me. Okay, moving on. No, you, you probably were upset for a little bit, probably sad for a little bit, but then you worked through it and you, you got past it as opposed to getting stuck in that feeling. So again, I'd, maybe I didn't need to make that caveat, but I'll let you finally reveal or close out. So I opened with this, and I think this, again, kind of pretty well sums up the whole, the whole talk that we did today. Zig Ziglar says, failure is an event, not a person. Just because you failed at one thing doesn't make you a failure. You just didn't make it through that thing, that time. Try again. If it's worth doing, it's worth doing wrong until you can do it right. That means you're going to have to experience failure. And you put yourself out there. Continue doing that because that's where you're going to grow and learn and, and challenge yourself. Otherwise, you just stay at home and eat Pop-Tarts and do nothing else. As we talk and, and move forward, I like to share the books that I'm reading. Now I am reading the book that I have had on my desk for a little while. I knew it's been there. It's been waiting. I had a few other books I was getting to. I'm going through Jordan Peterson's Maps of Meaning, um, which is a hefty <laughs> hefty study. And I full well intend to do my best to absorb the information that is there. I have no hopes or dreams of finishing this in a week or any sort of short time frame. Um, and before I bought this book and, and, and started in on it, I didn't realize that it was a textbook for a college class that Jordan Peterson taught. So he taught the class, wrote the book for the class, and now I'm just reading the pages without the kind of lecture or, or learning that would otherwise happen in a college course. So I full well intend to do my best to f deeply study this uh, as if I can gain all the information from it. So you're going to hear me say the book that I'm reading is Jordan Peterson's Maps of Meaning for a handful or more episodes. And I am completely okay with that because I want to absorb that information. It's not, a, uh, it's not a, uh, it's not something on my to-do list that I'm ready to check off. I'm just, okay, I'm done. No, I, I want to absorb as, as, as much of it as I can. So again, sorry, but not sorry. You're going to hear me say I'm reading Jordan Beers and Maps a meeting for, for a length of time now, and I'm okay with that. Well, uh, that was our talk today about experiencing failures and setbacks Thanks for joining us. Until next time, take initiative.